grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm a medical intuitive, a Vesa quantum healer, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your friend and soul connection for the next hour. So welcome to Oneness Talk Radio. You can also find this podcast on the Oneness Talk Radio YouTube site so you can visit me there as well and I would welcome any of your comments you might have or suggestions or show ideas or if you would like to join me sometime and be a guest on my show I would love that as well so thank you everyone thank you for being here and welcome to May we are now entering our second week of May the energy is spectacular the creation energy is unbelievable I don't know if you are noticing it but wow we are in a grand time from now until the 22nd so it's a really good time to focus on that which you want to move your creations into action to move forward in your life in a way that brings you joy and that makes your heart sing and so the topic of my show today and I don't know if this is going to be a one-part show or a two-part show we we will see how it turns out as I was putting it all together I realized that this could take a little bit more time to share all the details so we'll just see what happens the topic for my show today is sacred union with the body and I just am going to explain that a little bit if you are calling in sacred union which I am doing right now it's a it's a calling in of your soul's energy into your body of form and so I know you're saying well we all have a soul and we all have a body and You know, sometimes we're listening to our minds. Sometimes our egos are acting up. Sometimes our bodies are acting up. We are like a three-part being that all has consciousness. And we, sacred union is basically pulling it all together so that all these parts of us are unified as one. And at this point, you can walk forward in complete love trust and guidance of the soul unified into the body and carrying yourself forward um, into the highest expression of you so it's a beautiful thing but it's a process it's a process that I've been on for quite some time I think I've been preparing it for it for many many years but I truly, really called it in about two years ago. And since I did that, it's been a very conscious journey of it. And it's taken many, many steps to 
to get to this place where I'm becoming more and more and more in union. And right now, this week and next week, really is bringing up the energy of that, of the sacred union, of the unifying of the body, mind, and spirit. And so I always think it's best for me to share with you something that I'm going through at the time because it's at the forefront of my consciousness and I can offer you better information that way. And so I'm going to break it down into some steps. Then these are steps that I've had to walk through. Each person's journey is different and unique, so it may be something completely different for you, but I'm going to share it as it's played through in my journey in hopes that it'll inspire you to call this forth in yourself, or it'll give you a little insight and hopefully some healing tips and ideas, if nothing else, to assist you on your journey. So the first thing, like like almost anything, is to really have an intention. Intentions are so important. Intention is really the calling forth of your soul into form saying, this is what I want to happen. This is what I'm calling forth. This is what is really pressing forward in me that I want to see. And so that's a driving force within you that sets all the things into motion. So like I mentioned two years ago, I had this pure intent and it was during a sacred ceremony that I was at that I really wrote down and and I believe it was a a New Year's celebration so that we were calling forth what we wanted in a ceremony for that year. And I really said, I, I, I want sacred union. I want to be fully unified body, mind, and spirit. I want my soul's energy to come into my body and to express as one. And um, so the universe said, okay. And so this is what needs to happen. So that was the first step was to really set that intention of sacred union. And then the next thing that I noticed following that was the process of forgiveness. I know forgiveness is something that's talked about a lot And there's very good reason that it is because it is so important, so important. I could probably do an entire show, well, I know I could, just on forgiveness. So I'm going to give you a couple of techniques that you can use on forgiveness that I have personally used. My guess is if you're listening to my show, you've probably had enough things through your life's experience and journey that have caused you to have to forgive. That That's just the journey of the soul in form. If you are a person that has never, ever, ever judged yourself, <laughs> or you have no ego, there will be nothing to forgive. But I, we all have egos, and I have never met anyone who doesn't carry some judgment. So those two things combined will bring out a life experience where there needs to be forgiveness. And unforgiveness is held in the body 
is a congestion of some sort. And the soul is light. It's free. It's very, very high frequency. And so there has to be enough forgiveness done so that the body can accept that pure soul's energy. And so let's talk about a couple of techniques for forgiveness. And I know many of you probably have had experiences where, how can I forgive this person? Where maybe it was something completely horrific, something that happened maybe you as a child where you were so incredibly innocent. And I know there's those experiences out there. And that's where it's tough. It's really tough. But to hold on to unforgiveness only hurts yourself. And the only way through it is to do the work and to see the higher perspective of it. So we take form to get the healing gift of an experience. We take form to come here and to master certain things. And sometimes we came here to master forgiveness or we came to master releasing judgment. So what a perfect way to learn that is to be born into a family where immediately you have to not judge and you have to learn to forgive. And so there's always things playing in the background of our soul's mission that we are not conscious of. But oftentimes when you do the forgiveness work, you become more conscious and you certainly become more clear. So I would like to invite you into a couple of forgiveness practices that have I have used over the years. One of them is really called a spiritual, it's a forgiveness cleansing practice because that's what it does. It cleanses out your body of this remnant congested energy. And you can find this practice by going to the host page on Oneness Talk Radio down to Jerry Hab Street. And if you click on my website, you'll see a part of my website that says Healing Tools. You can go down and find the forgiveness practice and click on that. It's a seven-day spiritual cleanse, something you need to do seven days in a row, in the morning right when you wake up, in the evening right before you go to bed. And it's a writing process where you write a forgiveness exercise out, you know, 70 times. So it ends up being 70 times with the morning practice and the evening practice. But it's just a simple writing practice that will help cleanse any of that unforgiveness within you. And I will say, I've probably done this practice at least 50 times over the course of the years. So it takes commitment. I mean, if you really want union, there's a lot to clear out and there's a lot of commitment. So one time probably isn't going to do it for you. You know, I don't know, it might, but I'm just saying I have done it probably 50 times. Okay, so another practice. I am not sure how many people are familiar with EFT, but it's emotional freedom technique. 
and it's very, very, very effective. It is something that I use with clients all the time because it works so well. I know there's a documentary that I've seen on, well, I don't know where I've seen it, but they've created a documentary with Vietnam vets that they used EFT and it was so effective. It was one of the only things that worked to help clear out PTSD that they created a documentary around the process. And so the gist of EFT or emotional freedom technique is that you are tapping on certain meridians on the body, you know, along the face, chest, fingers are a popular place. You're tapping on them while you are addressing the situation from a higher perspective, meaning you're not drowning in it. You're saying, I'm willing to look at this, and you're tapping these meridians while consciously speaking words that are addressing the issue. And these meridians that you're tapping on are actually tied to certain organs in the body that typically hold the energies of the unforgiveness. So you're, you're actually acknowledging those organs by tapping the meridians and saying, okay, let's look at this from a higher perspective. And it offers release and it offers healing. So it's an incredibly beautiful process. And so I would like to take you through a forgiveness process right now. And so if you want to just take a moment and think of someone, and this someone could be yourself, because ultimately at the end of the day, ourselves are, are who we need to forgive. But you can, you know, think of any situation, any person that's really calling to you that you would like to forgive. Okay. Now that you have that in your consciousness, we're going to do the forgiveness process on that. And you're going to, and I'm going to use the name Joe as I'm teaching you the process, just as a, a neutral name for it. And you can insert the Joe with whoever it is in your life that you're needing to forgive. And you're going to state out loud even though I have this forgiveness problem with Joe, I deeply love and accept myself and I choose to clear this now. Now holding that into your consciousness, I want you to tap the side of the index finger on your dominant hand. And so just start tapping now the index finger on your dominant hand and you're going to repeat this. I am now releasing all pain and judgment associated with Joe and I want you to insert your name. I am now releasing all pain and judgment associated with Joe. Now I want you to go to your little finger and tap the inside of your little finger and repeat after me. I now release the sadness and anger I have held relating to Joe. 
Keep tapping the side of that little finger. I now release the sadness and anger I have held relating to Joe. And hold it in and take a breath. So, I want you to put your hand on your heart and repeat after me. I now unconditionally forgive and release Joe for whatever the incident is, name the incident. I recognize that he or she did the best they could given their state of consciousness at the time. And you're gonna take a breath. And you're gonna keep repeating that until it really feels good and true to you and it's anchored inside. And now with your hand still on your heart, repeat after me. I now unconditionally forgive and release myself for my role with Joe. I did the best I knew how given my state of consciousness at the time. Now take a breath. Repeat after me. I now unconditionally forgive and release myself and my body for holding this pain inside me for all this time. I know that we have been doing the best we knew how to do given our state of consciousness. Take a breath. Repeat after me. I now forgive God, spirit, or the universe, pick one of those, for creating a world where one could suffer as I have suffered. And take a breath. So. Now, after you have done this, you've released energy in your body. Hopefully, if you've done it with presence and consciousness, you will get a release from this. And we can fill those spaces up with something good. And so this is what we want to do now. We want to make these declaration statements. All the places in my mind, body, and life where this has been held are healing now. Repeat after me. All the places in my mind, body, and life where this has been held is healing now. Big breath. So. I now release the habit of having had this problem. Repeat this again. I now release the habit of having had this problem. Take a breath. All the parts of me that got something out of holding this problem are healing now. Take a breath. All the parts of me that got something out of holding this problem are healing now. And so that is a forgiveness practice. It is very quick and very effective. And so that is something you can go through and you can use with any and all situations in your life 
where you need to add a little bit of forgiveness. And truly, this will open up a greater space in your body for your soul to come in and be in union. So the next step is diet and or nourishment. Your soul is pure light, pure light. And inviting it to completely express in your body a form means that you have to be able to carry a very high frequency. The frequency of your body has to be able to hold and accept that light, bright, pure energy, which means the purer you are, the purer inside, the more light you can carry, creates the space and the opening for sacred union. So what does that mean? Well, for me, it meant I absolutely had to be vegan. No meat, no dairy. Because I'm calling in pure light, I can only eat light, which is life. And to eat meat means you're eating death. You're eating a consciousness, a life that was alive. And when it was killed for consumption, it is now carrying the energy of death. And so that is not a resignation or it's not in alignment with the soul's energy. So I became a vegan a very, very 10, ten years ago. Um, no dairy. And as soon as I made the declaration to sacred union I was also called to go grain free grains are very heavy and it just didn't resonate with me now I don't know if that's that'll be true for everyone or if it's just my journey but I'm going to share it with you because it was very clear to me that that was something that I needed to do and so my diet consists of not a lot of food not much food at all. Sometimes just a smoothie a day. Sometimes I'm just juicing greens. Sometimes, a, you know, I haven't eaten much at all for probably the past three years. And so I don't know if this is just me or part of the Sacred Union journey, but I'm going to share it with you so that if you find yourself in this process, you can say, oh, okay, I remember this. this is something that is common and you know maybe you are someone who has gotten a lot of joy out of eating you know three meals a day and now all of a sudden you're going what's going on I can go a whole week and only have you know a couple meals um, from what I've heard from others this is very common on this this process so and not only is a diet but is nourishment so what is nourishing you Think of the light, you know, light music, light friends, light, you know, light whatever you're doing, whatever you're, you're connecting with, you know, meditation, walking outside, being in the sun, bringing in the light, you know, anything that really resonates with that light energy that makes you feel light and free is certainly something that is nourishing your soul and will nourish your body 
and which will help you bring you into that soul union alignment. Okay, so now let's address the ego because as we all know, the ego is the part of us that holds the resistance, that is the sly pirate that likes to be in control and truly it likes to inhibit all soul growth if at all possible. And so fascinating that we come into this body and this planet of form and right away we have the ego that was truly meant to help us, was help, meant to help us navigate the earth. But somewhere along the way, it got so much power and so much control that it became our main inhibitor of our growth process. And so this is truly the obstacle that is has been a lifelong process for me, you know, learning how to love the ego enough to so that it allows me to grow. And so this may be the ego may throw up a huge tantrum as soon as you call in sacred union. It may not like this at all because the more the soul enters the body and becomes the driving force, the more control the ego loses. And the ego doesn't initially like that. So it may bring up resistance and it may be something that you will have to walk through and manage and learn how to deal with and learn how to gently recognize it and set it in the passenger seat so that it is a passenger along the way and not the driver along the way. And it truly is a juggling act. But once you become conscious of it and conscious of what it's doing, you can recognize, for, recognize it for what it is. And once you're aware of it, it doesn't have as much power as it did previously. You know, just the awareness of it alone helps to helps to release it, not really release it, but release the amount of governance governance it has on your life experience. And so just just notice, notice when you're calling in something beautiful and the ego throws up its resistance or acts up in whatever way it does. If you can lift yourself into a space of noticing and offer it love and offer it its space, I visually see my ego sitting in the back seat with the sippy cup, with the little cute red sparkly shoes on and see it very happy there. And that is how I, what I use to help put the ego in a safe place so that you can allow your soul to drive your ship. Okay, on to releasing judgment. This is a really, really big one. It has been a lifetime of work for me, for sure, because the judgment comes in so many fine-tuned layers that it is like peeling off layer after layer after layer. You have to release even a certain amount of judgment before you would ever even call in sacred union to begin with. And then once you do it, there is more judgment that needs to be released. 
because that's really the aspect of ourselves that's the persecutor. When we judge ourselves, we are persecuting ourselves. We are the ones that are putting ourselves into that victim triangle. We are not only persecuting ourselves, but then we're being the victim. And so it, it's, this, it's a powerful noticing the layers of judgment and to lift yourself when you see yourselves in them and just let them go. It's probably the biggest act of love that you can give yourself. I know for years it was, how can I love myself more? What can I do to love myself? I believe I'm loving myself. Well, I think the biggest, the biggest key to self-love is releasing judgment. The more you release judgment of yourself and what you've done and how you've done it, the more you are loving yourself. It's being easy on yourself. It's having mercy on yourself. Those are all really strong acts of self-love. And the more that you notice that you're judging people in the outer world around you is a direct reflection of the amount of judgment you're still holding towards yourself. So that's a noticing that I've always done. If I feel myself wanting to judge people in the outer world, and it could be anything, it can be what they're wearing, it can be what they're saying, it can be even someone who clearly is doing something horrific, which you would think that would be okay to judge, it is still a judgment. And so then I go inside myself and say, okay, where else am I judging me? And I need to love myself more, lift myself up, look at myself, send myself more love, and just keep noticing those layers of judgment and letting them go so that you can hold more space, a bigger space of love, and you can create the vessel that will hold that soul energy. I know one of the greatest areas of self-judgment for me is about judging my journey, judging how I'm moving through my journey and the decisions I'm making along it on what I have done and what I haven't done and how much time it has taken me to do it or not do it. You know, time has been a big piece of this. And I don't think I'm alone on this. I think this is a common thread through many of the light workers and people that are waking up. Many of us have expectations or want to be at a certain place or we have a vision. We know we should be there. We know we should be doing this. We can see ourselves. We can feel ourselves. And yet we're not there yet. And so there's this tendency to say, well, gee, it's been five years, six years, seven years, and I'm still not that person that I know I came here to be. And I know for me, I moved to Boise, Idaho from Minnesota five years ago. And when I first got here, if I would have said or even thought that I would be where I'm at now in five years, oh my goodness, I'm not even close to where I thought I would be. And it's so easy for me to say, oh, why did I do this for so long? Why didn't I do that? You know, why and why, why, why? They're all 
judgments. And so maybe, you know, maybe I, my job was to come here and let go of judgment. Maybe that's the unseen part of my journey that I really came here to do when I thought it was to do something else. And so the best thing we can do is really be easy on ourselves, really trust our journey and really just take it in stride and kind of flow with it. And to let go of judgment is, is really a practice, but it's a necessary one. So the next step is what I call the love-trust connection. Trust is love and love is trust. And when you have released that judgment, you have forgiven yourself and you've done the work to really put yourself first and to make your path and what you're doing number one, you will more and more and more release doubt and will begin to trust yourself and your soul's guidance. And that comes also after having to let the ego go enough that your ego will trust your soul to lead. And when you're in this trust love space, that's when all the reflections that come to you are so easy. They're so easy to know clearly that you're being guided. And it's no longer all these random things that are popping up for your discernment. Earlier on my path, I had a lot of that. And it was like, okay, why is this in front of me? Is this for discernment? Or is this really good for me? You know, well, ultimately, is this good for me as a judgment? Because if it teaches me a lesson, because I went the painful direction, it was a lesson in discernment. And I needed that lesson. So it was good for me. So (laughs) that's why the layers of judgment go on and on and on, because what's good doesn't necessarily mean what's not going to hurt you and what's going to be fun. It might be necessary for soul growth. So when you get to that point where you have loved yourself enough, I have personally found that almost everything that comes into my path is like a clear message from my soul telling me what to do. And there's no longer these opportunities of discernment. They're just gifts one after the other, you know, that I have to be able to see, witness and understand so that I know the actions I can take. And so my intention is sacred union. And so when I'm, when I'm needing to bring that energy into my body, My soul and my body are speaking to me and I have to listen. I have to create the space of being able to listen. And so, for example, my body started to act up with this energy coming in and a number of things happened. I had some issues with kidneys. I had some issues with me retaining water in my internal pump not working and some um, imbalance of blood sugars, almost close to the point of diabetes, a number of things will flare up. And it's common for a number of things to flare up as you're coming into this point. And so my soul has been constantly guiding me, telling me what I need to do, but I have to be able to discern what what is being shown to me. So for the longest time, I was getting 
the message everywhere I went about this Anthony Williams, the medical medium. And it didn't matter who I was talking to, what I would read, what would show up on a feed somewhere, it was him. So finally, I went into this acupuncture office. And of course, there sat the medical medium book in the office at the waiting room. And this is how it works when your soul is trying to guide you somewhere. And I just picked up the book and I said, okay, what is it that I need to get from this? Do I need to connect with Anthony Williams? Do I need to read this book? Do I just need to get the energy from it? You know, what is it? And I put the book back down. Well, then the next day I started getting people telling me about the celery juice. And everywhere I went, people were talking about the celery juice. Even my brother, who's not even into this, says, Jerry, have you heard about Anthony Williams' celery juice? And there's shortages of celery. <laughs> and I thought, okay, that's what I need to do. And I went and studied the celery juice and the information about alkalizing the body. And that was something that I needed to do to help me with this kidney stuff and with the blood sugar. So I thought, great. I started juicing celery every single morning since November of 2019, and I am still doing it. Okay, so then I was in a grocery store kind of looking at some different drinks that were, you know, seltzer water that were flavored, some healthier ones. I don't like the ones that are sweet. And I kind of glanced at the shelf and didn't really see anything I liked. So I turned around to walk away and a man stopped me. Hey, hey, come back here, come back here, he said. And he picks up these apple cider vinegar drinks that are like flavored with a cherry juice or something. You've got to try these. These are so good. I buy them by the case. And he went on and on and on about these apple cider vinegar drinks. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Okay, I'm obviously being shown something here. And so I bought one and I went home the whole way. I'm thinking, well, what was that? Now, almost all the time, if I can go back through all my life experiences day to day and I have these odd experiences where someone pulls you backwards out of a supermarket to tell you about an apple cider vinegar drink, that's your soul speaking to you. That's not like a normal thing. There's a reason your your attention is being called. And so I didn't really know exactly what it was saying, but I knew that the apple cider vinegar drink, you know, was clearly a message. Well, later I kept getting the message over and over that I needed to be taking this, a shot of apple cider vinegar three times a day, also because it alkalizes the body. Okay, then I started getting the clear message from my body about needing to do yoga, which makes so much sense because yoga is an exercise of being very conscious of your movements, very conscious of your body, lots of breath with really, it, it's the most conscious exercise I know where you use all your body parts in combination with your breath, in combination with an intention often. And it's a slow, gentle movement 
where, you know, yoking, which is where yoga comes from, I believe, is like a yoking of the soul and the mind and the body all as one. And I found that a lot of the energies that I'm bringing in get incorporated and grounded into my body through doing yoga and, and through the breath process. And I recommend if you are going through this experience to find a really good yoga place or a YouTube with a good yoga where you're setting an intention beforehand. It's very conscious. It's not a yoga practice that's like aerobics. I've gone to some of those too that are, they, they treat yoga like yoga, uh, aerobics and not as a spiritual practice. So I found a place to go to where they really treat yoga as a spiritual practice, which is an integration of all the three. And the amount of benefit I got that from that was huge, huge. It Literally, I can feel and hear my body thanking me for that time spent in giving it that love, that care, that breath, that slow movement, the conscious movement. I, I can't say enough about yoga if you are in the process of sacred union because it really is a physical act of sacred union. And so a little story. I did go to the doctor to have my kidneys checked. And um, from what they, they found, it, it was fine. And I think I was keeping it at bay with all the things that I was doing, you know, per my soul's prescription and me following, following what I was being shown through reflections and things. But um, my glucose level was really high, like close to, um, close to diabetes. And he wanted me to come back again to check this in a few months. And so just recently, um, I had a friend that I hadn't talked to for over a year call me out of the blue, right out of the blue, and want to sell me CBD oil. And I thought, wow, you know, that's interesting. I guess I, I took the call as kind of a sales call and didn't really think any more of it. I did have some CBD oil in the fridge that I hadn't been using. And then the next day, I took my dog to the park early in the morning, like 7 o'clock a.m., and my dog and I ended up standing outside of someone's house. And the woman that lived in the house was sitting in, the, in her screened-in porch having a conversation with a friend. And she was telling her all about CBD oil and all the reasons why she should be taking CBD oil. And went on and on and on. And I thought, wow, okay, what are the odds of this? CBD oil is entering into my experience. What are the odds of me standing by this house and overhearing this conversation at 7 a.m. in the morning? Clearly, this is a message for me. So I went home and I ordered a great big bottle of CBD oil. And honestly, I don't know all the things that CBD oil does. I don't know the benefits. But I, so I went online and I looked up, you know, what is CBD oil good for? Well, there I see that it's, it will help balance glucose glucose levels and then it will even stop someone who are in the initial stages of possibly being diabetic 
So, wow. So this is another example of when you love yourself enough and trust your soul to guide, your soul will literally guide you to the things that you need to do to care for yourself. And that's how you know when you're really stepping into sacred union, where you can be at that place of that great, that great amount of love and trust. So our next step is joy, 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 joy. The soul inherently is joy, is light, is freedom, is love. And joy is the great, it's like the great igniter of the soul's energy. And so, so important whether you're in sacred union or calling in sacred union or unification with the body, mind, and spirit. But joy is so important. You need to really find out what makes your soul sing. What is it? For me, it's dancing. You know, maybe for you, it's literally singing. Or maybe it's an art. Or maybe it's being in nature. Maybe it's canoeing or rafting or creating something or building something or even cooking. I find a lot of creativity in cooking, especially when I can't use sugar, grains, meat, or dairy. You have to get really creative and then it becomes a challenging. So it's almost more fun for me. And so find what it is that makes your soul sing and do it every single day. And I would say do it right when you wake up in the morning because that's a powerful declaration to your body, mind, and spirit that you are going to be in alignment with the truth of who you are. And sometimes, not even sometimes, a lot of the time, joy ends up being put in the background because we get so used to being in this pattern or trap of doing all the things that we think we need to do just to survive when joy is really one of the keys to thriving. And so joy is definitely one of the steps along the way. And so my final step is really to love the body. Now this is a little bit different than loving yourself. It's really being tuned in to your body and physically bringing your attention to the spaces and places of your body that need more love. And so it's also about offering your body things like touch, beautiful baths, you know, with the bubbles, with the candles, with the essential oils, you know, rubbing lotion on your body, using essential oils, dressing yourself up in a way that feels good, putting makeup on if if you're female and you enjoy that too. You know, I went through so many years where I was so focused on my emotional body alone that I didn't even hardly wear any makeup. And so not that makeup's that important, but if it makes you feel good, then that's something you should do. And it's all about what makes you feel good. And so the body is incredibly important if you're going to be in union so that the body will trust you and trust the process. And it'll make 
the union process much easier if you are communicating with it. If you are communicating with it and consciously connecting with it, it's it sends it says like okay she's aware of me or he's aware of me you know he or she loves me and i can trust her or him to lead the way and take good care of me and so that's ultimately what it's all about i'm going to take you through a presence as healing process this is something that i do as an avasa quantum healer with clients that come to me. And this is a practice in really bringing presence and consciousness to any part of the body that is, that is trying to speak to you through pain. And so often we will, you know, get frustrated. What is this pain? You know, how can I numb this pain? Give me something to fix this pain. Or we just keep going along with our life and trying to not let the pain bother us too much and not paying attention. But really, pain is a call to presence. And it's a key to unification with the body. And so I'm going to take you through this little exercise. You can use it as a way of creating sacred union with your body. You can use it as a healing practice for yourself or just as a simple reminder of how important it is that we listen to our body because our body is housing our soul and it is constantly speaking to us. So let us begin. First, we're going to begin with the breath, always with the breath. And so as a, an Avesa quantum healer, Ave Sa, which is Avesa, Ave is a breath. And so on the inhale, you are thinking Ave. And on the exhale, you're breathing out a Sa. And that's the exhale. And so it has a meaning. The Ave on the in-breath is the recognition of the divine. It's the receiving of spiritual energy. So on in-breath, you're thinking Ave. And you're recognizing the divine, you're receiving spiritual energy. And on the exhale is the sa. And this is the release of the egoic control. Let's begin with an ave sa breath, breathing in, exhaling sa. And we're just going to do this a couple more times, breathing in ave. Exhaling the sa. Breathing in the ave. And exhaling with sa. Okay. And then we're going to start with a little prayer or an intention. So the declaration, which is the same as a prayer, I choose to relax my mind. I choose to be present in my heart. I choose to release the need to control. I am loving my body for everything it is and everything it is not. I am loving my mind for all its purposes and services. I am loving my life for it has brought me to this point now of expanding consciousness. 
and take another breath. And now I want you to call to your consciousness a part of your body that is calling to you, an area, an organ, a chakra, any part of your body that is causing you any form of discomfort. And this is just a simple noticing. Just simply notice that part or area of your body. Now slowly and gently bring greater attention to that area of the body. Imagine that you heard a little bird calling you. And so how would you approach that little bird? That body part is like a little bird. You're going to move ever so softly and ever so gently with great love and great presence. And you're going to slowly move your attention to that body part. Now when you get right up next to it, you're going to pause and ask, how do I perceive this body part? Does it have a shape? Does it have a color? And just notice you, you're still outside of the body part, just observing. And if you have a pencil and a piece of paper, you can just softly unfocus and jot down if you're noticing a shape, noticing a color. And at this point, you're just noticing. Now ask. Does this potty part have a sound? Lean into it a little bit. Is there a taste in my mouth? Is there a smell? Just notice. You are allowing this body part an opportunity to speak. And if you have your paper and pencil with, you may want to jot down what you are noticing. Now bring your full attention to this body part. Did it change? Has the shape changed? Has the pain or discomfort gone up or down? Has the color changed? And you can just simply take a little note, either on paper or just a note in your consciousness. And now we're going to take a moment and we're going to speak to that body part. And we're going to say thank you. I am grateful for your sharing. Thank you for allowing me to be here with you. And then you're going to ask, can I come closer? If you receive a yes, then project your attention further into the body part instead of viewing it from a distance. Come right up close as if you could touch it with your fingers. Now, even if you don't hear a yes, but you're not getting resistance, that's the same as a yes. And so move on closer as if you could just simply touch it. And now notice, is it scratchy? Is it smooth? 
Is it rigid or is it soft? Just notice and breathe. And say thank you to the body part. Thank you for being present and allowing me to connect with you. And now we're gonna take a little time out, take a breath and reaffirm, I am at peace with this. I am attentive, I am loving, and I am peace. Now ask, may I come closer? May I offer my energy more fully to you? If you get a yes, then move closer, being present to greater communication. I now infuse my loving consciousness into this part of my body. And then right here, we're going to say just a quick little prayer. Father, Mother, Spirit, Universe, Love, I now choose to fully enter this body part. I ask for your assistance as I enter with love. And then take a breath and fully enter in. With non-reactive acceptance, what does it feel like? What is the visual? What does it sound like? How does it present? Is there a message? Is there an emotional message? Saying thank you. May the love of my presence offer support, nourishment, and healing to you now. May resolution come forward now. I accept you. I love you. I am one with you. And so just be present, no thoughts. And just feel the softening. Now gently with gratitude, we separate our infusion with this body part back into the wholeness of our being. And from this space, we take another look. Did something shift? Is the shape different? Is the sound different? Is the color different? Send a pulse of love to that part of your body and then slowly return to presence with gratitude. And so this is a real simple practice of just being conscious with what's there bringing your presence, love, and non-judgment to an area of the body and just listening for any messages as you would with a young child. And so I hope you enjoyed my show today. I hope it brought you some ideas for your sacred union process or your healing process or just along your awakening journey. I will be with you all again next week. And so until then, have a fabulous week. Namaste. Oneness Talk Radio. Hip, fresh, fun. Tune in to an honest portal of positivity 24-7. Experience unique talk radio from all around the planet, perfectly mixed with music that enchants your soul. Discover oneness moments as you relax into three to five minutes of divine inspiration. Claim your oneness today. Onenesstalkradio.com. One world, one voice. Expand your vision. 